0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so, hi Rebels, my name is Isaac Hernandez, I'm the current student body president. Hi right,
1: y'all, my name is Diana Malkor, I'm the current student body vice president. And,
0: and we, we are, yours are Yours in
1: Unity. Hey, 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 hey y'all, and we're back. So today, while we don't have any guest speakers with with us today, we do come with a couple of Quick little updates and announcements from across campus. But um, you know, real quick, Isaac, how are you feeling today?
0: I am uh you know, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling <laughs> uh like it's uh feels like it's finals week, but it's not. Um, but it just continues to approach yeah. us. Yeah. We're uh,
1: approaching uh, that whole little midterm season. Um yeah. as we approach October, that's when all the professors start assigning those those midterms and yeah. You're not taking any. You're just taking 400 level classes straight through this semester. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. So it's uh pretty interesting. I didn't. I literally talked to my advisor about the classes that I was taking, and they basically mentioned to me like, why are you taking all the mm-hmm. hard classes in one semester? And I'm just like, ah, I didn't know that, but yeah, it's 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 going. It's it's not great, but it will be great mm-hmm. soon enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we do have, I know one thing to look forward to is going to be two weeks from now, we have homecoming week. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, and then next week we have mental health awareness week, right?
0: Yeah. So the specific designation for next week, it's going to be mental illness awareness week. And I just kind of want to go on a little spiel here. <laughs> but in terms of, you know, mental health in general, um, if you are experiencing a mental illness, um, you are not alone. Most of the time there is a stigma attached to it. And basically all of next week is just going to be a very persistent and educative week in terms of the way that we treat other individuals and the way that we, you know, offer our kindness to them because we never know what they're going through and it doesn't have to, you know, be one person to tell the entire world that they're dealing with something. As long as we're cherishing and really appreciating everyone and their presence, I think it, it can da- definitely go a long way. But the educative aspect will be picking up next week.
1: Yeah, so definitely going to be really exciting. And then next week, we also have uh, Voter Education Week, um, National Voter Education Week. So we have midterms coming up, like, or not mid, yeah, midterms coming up right around the corner. We have the first day of early elections on October 22nd and then Election Day on November 8th. And historically, you know, uh, the 18 to 25 year old demographic has been the least likely to vote. And I think that, uh, one of the things that we're really trying to push for this this uh, this year is going to be for a higher turnout among the youth vote. Mm-hmm. So just keep an eye out on all the different ways to get involved with this election, all the different ways to get involved with educating yourself over the candidates, the issues that, you know, are pertinent to you, to what matters to you. And... Um, also take a look at the UNLV CSUN Instagram. Um, we are actually hosting uh, an event next Wednesday, a lunch and learn from, I believe, 12 to 2 to talk about different ways to get involved on political campaigns. So big shout out to our Legislative and Civic Affairs Department for putting that together um, alongside like the president's office. So how I'd, even, it?
0: <laughs> I'd even want to throw in. Um, so that would be the event that Diana just mentioned. That's going to fall on October 5th. Mm -hmm. Um, that is the Wednesday, but on October 6th, um, CSUN will be co-hosting alongside with Loki art therapy. Um, it is going to be a event where it's simply, honestly, I'm not going to put any, uh, very large words on it. It's, it's just going to be a very fun event. You'll be able to, uh, show up and, uh, make your own slime. So if you watch Nickelodeon at (laughs) some point in time, and you used to watch the, uh, awards uh, ceremony that they had you get to dump slime on people now instead with the uh, event that we're going to have next week on october 6th that's the thursday uh, you'll be able to make your own slime and it's also part of the educative process um, regarding mental health and Loki art therapy has been able to nurture a nice environment for students mm-hmm. to embrace and just being creative and expressing themselves
1: Yeah, I know, uh, I don't know how many of you guys remember the whole little trend that was going on. What was it, like 2018, I think it was, when, like, just slime was huge. Uh, So one of the things, you know, obviously, low-key art therapy, they uh, focus primarily on um, alleviating stress and, you know, working through things and through art and you know i i like to paint but i'm nowhere near as good as isaac over here um he Puts together some really great paintings. So, you know, he can probably talk more about how it's, you know, art is a good medium to work through a couple of different stuff and to express yourself. But, um, you know, I was a big fan of making slime. I will say that slime was very calming for me. Um, (laughs) And uh, like even right now, I'll be scrolling through TikTok and I'll be watching. I'm not not even going to lie. I'll be watching TikToks of people like making slime and playing with slime. Yeah. Uh, with like a story being read over the video, I you know that's that's my mornings, but it it'll be really interesting. And it'll be really fun, and you know if you're interested in in coming, you know that's next next Thursday from four thirty to six thirty, I believe. Uh, yes. Um, and it's gonna be a great way for you to just even if you don't necessarily want to come and like talk about something else. It's going to be a good way to get to know different people. So if you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, or whatever, and you're looking for a way to connect with others, this is going to be a great opportunity to get to know other students and to, at the end of the day, make some slime. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, and just a quick correction. The event is going to be, again, Thursday, October 6th from 2.30 to 4.30. The event will likely be in Student Union Room 208 B&C. And there's that. But I just kind of wanted to touch base on why... CSUN as a whole wanted to collaborate with Loki Art Therapy. Um, Diana mentioned like I paint, but during the pandemic, um, it was part of my coping mechanism being very artsy. Um, And everyone has a different way of uh, the way that they express themselves and uh, the hobbies that they partake in. These are typically things that tend to brighten up someone's day, whether if it's a learning process or something that they're really good at. And they, you know, turn a hobby into a career or any of that. but in general, we've always paid close attention to low-key art therapy because again, they offer a very nice and welcoming environment to all students here at UNLV. And honestly, I think it, uh, it really made us want to pay attention just because we've seen the issue just in general regarding mental health. But in all honesty, mental health is not the only issue that we see um, here on campus at UNLV, um, at least with CSUN we tend to get a lot of uh, comments, suggestions, and feedback coming from the student body. And recently, uh, we've been paying very close attention um, with the first few weeks of school because a lot of the issues that students bring forward to CSUN are usually inconveniences they deal with, Um, but that's what CSUN's here for. We're here to work through um, some of the issues that you're dealing with and coming up with different ways to resolve a certain inconvenience that you're dealing with, or uh, to really take a certain stressor off your shoulder. And honestly, we're here to advocate for students. So just even mentioning one issue that we've been hearing in particular very often uh, throughout the semester is issues with um, accessibility of entrances in certain buildings. There have been a number of handicap buttons that haven't been working in a few different facilities, Um, the student union is definitely one that a lot of students have called out. And through this, um, this is for anyone listening in terms of how CSUN does function and how we do usually resolve some of these issues. But when it comes down to infrastructure issues that facilities are dealing with, we get the reports, we read through it, we see the validity behind it, and then we then ourselves submit work requests through the facility itself uh, so they can accommodate and resolve any of the issues that we are seeing. So when it came down to some of the handicap buttons, we put the request in, um, and we were given word that they were already actively working on it. So if you are a student that has been um, suggesting that the facilities with handicap buttons uh, are not working, they are in the process of being fixed, um, it's a slow process, but the work request has been put in. Additionally, with other buttons, I believe there have been a few elevators that haven't been working. Um, And this is just uh, for informative purposes, just so students and the entire student body does know, as well as faculty and staff, um, if there are any elevators that are down and the button's not working, we've also put in work requests to try and get these fixed. But what we have been told is that it's not a minor fix, it's usually the entire system, or at least the entire elevator that they need to really revamp and upgrade. And it takes a lot of time and money that is put into it to fix it, but it's a priority. And I will tell you that upper administration has had this change in the way that they have been approaching the way that they do spend their funds. They really refocused after the pandemic what some of their priorities were. I know a lot of the talks were renovations with campus, Mm -hmm. um, but with that, you also have to accommodate some of the Workforce readiness that comes into it, so they're focusing on that, but Diana, I do have a question. Have you heard of any other issues that students have brought forward to you
1: you know there's there is a couple there is a couple of issues, but um, I think the biggest one that I'm going to bring up is actually going to be not too far out of student government it's going to be more internal, but I think it comes to show you know it comes to show how much we need to engage with students and how much it's important or how important it is to educate students about, you know, being civically engaged in the sm- even in the smallest way, which is being student government. Um, you know, we, the very first episode, we touched on what student government really is uh, and, you know, the scope of what we can do. But one of the things that you know, I think about a lot is a conversation that we have with President Whitfield, where, you know, he said, if you look at the university historically, what CSUN wants, it gets. If there's something that CSUN wants to get done on campus, they get it done. And that's why it's super important to get involved, because at the end of the day, you know, our lives as students, it's going to impact us for a long time. We're here building our lives, our careers, we're making the connections, the networks that are going to, you know, take us off to the next stage of our lives. And we all come from a very, like a lot of different diverse and just diverse backgrounds and upbringings and all of us that are at different points out of our lives. And I think that that's, you know, talking about representation, I think that that's a big you know, a big reason why representation has been a hot topic among um, politics at like the state and well, municipal state and federal levels. But it starts even in the smallest way, which is going to be in student government. So we actually have Senate elections coming up. And last week, uh, Senate filings closed on Thursday at 5pm. And at the end of Thursday at 5pm, we had zero applicants for two different colleges. It was the College of, um, Ed, College of Engineering. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one?
0: I believe it was,
1: um, no, actually we had, we had, so we had zero applicants for the College of Engineering and then we had only three applicants for the College of Liberal Arts. So looking at historically, yeah. like I, when I became a Senator, I was a Senator for the College of Liberal Arts and, um, we like, I'll be honest, uh, It was a very competitive process. Like College of Liberal Arts historically has been the most competitive um, college to get a spot in. And, you know, a lot of it is because we're looking at people who are thinking about who are pre-law. We are looking at students who are looking to get involved in politics in some way, shape or form. I say that as a political science major that knows a lot of different political science majors that ran for this position. (laughs) Um, But also because they know about the importance of Advocacy and they know the importance of representation and they know the importance of using their voice. And I think that I was really disheartened to see um, so little applicants. And the only college that has any real competition or any competition at all, I'll be honest, is Greenspan College of Urban Affairs, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, if you're a criminal justice major communi- or communications major, mm-hmm. Um, journalism major, you know, you're going to be part of Greenspan. Actually, we're, we're currently sitting in Greenspun recording this. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and we, I think that that was like really the most disheartening thing to hear was that there were not a lot of applicants and I, you know, we, we marketed it as marketed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get the point. yeah. yeah <laughs> Um, as much as we could on our end but I think that I kind of I, it's moments like this that I kind of wish that our constitution called for freshmen to yeah. call, run for these positions because yeah. you know looking at you know the juniors and the seniors and the sophomores that could have applied for these positions right they're tired yo we're we're tired and um, maybe that has something to do with Way that not a lot of people applied, but I think um a lot another a big part of it is going to be just knowing what you can do as a senator, knowing the opportunities that are available for you as a senator and what you can change on campus. You know, there's the opportunity to serve on several different committees. Like right now, Isaac and I are looking for people to serve on the um the parking student advisory council. Um, so, you know, if you're if you're driving, you know, that's a that's a really important counsel to be yeah. on, especially if you have if you've been driving, if you've ever gotten a citation like I got a boot like this summer, you know, um because of from parking, parking, you know, parking yeah. services. Big shout out to y'all. Y'all are y'all great. Um, <laughs> but, uh you know, one of the things that, you know, is really important when it comes to these positions is going to be the advocacy that comes with it. And using your voice and using your voice to fight for the communities that are important to you and your constituents and that being your college. Mm-hmm. And I know that in the past, CSUN has not had maybe the best rap, uh, but... You know, I think that with the times that we are in, it's really important that we change that and get more people um, involved. So with that being said, you know, we're most likely going to open up applications for appointments after November, <laughs> um, after November 1st, to, in order to get a full Senate again, because um, it does make it really complicated for committees to move forward with scholarships and grants and are still funding without, in different projects on campus, without a full Senate. So I think that, you know, if you're listening to this, if you are a, if you're a student that's looking for a way to make their impact on campus, to get involved, you know, definitely look, keep an eye out for those applications. And if you have any feedback, if you know why, like, maybe students don't want to necessarily run for these positions anymore, if you have anything that you really would like to put forward just know that isaac and i do run on an open door policy so if you ever want to find us look for us on the third floor of uh the student union you know and come and talk to us we're always open we're always open to chat
0: yeah i would i'd say like after me and diana found out how many applicants there were for the elections we both kind of dived into a thorough discussion in terms of just trying to theorize why there were so little applicants it happens year after year after year um, and we had high expectations um, and we set high expectations because we we really do value just the standard of doing the absolute most that we can for student government in general but i think with the way that we look at how many people do apply the question is always why um, and this can be directed in a number of areas because I'm thinking in my head there's a lot of students that provide suggestions and feedback uh, about their community. but when you hear some of the ideas they propose, I oftentimes am like that's that's a really good idea you should you should get involved in cSUN mm-hmm. and there's a lot of times where you know we'll have people uh, come up to me or Diana or literally any senator in cSUN and they'll talk about just the amount of praise and um, recognition that they're offering them in general for some of their ideas and and uh, any of the projects that they're working on, but I always I'm a firm believer that ideas they they start somewhere mm-hmm. and most of the time the people that are acting on the ideas they're i mean sometimes they're not the ones that originally came up with it. they probably had a discussion with a, a group of people and they came together and really challenged each other in terms of how to dim down and how to really focus on some kind of solution for um, whatever the issue was at hand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we see students, you know, provide feedback, especially the first few weeks uh, of school, uh, that's why we had high expectations in terms of how many people would be applying. But honestly, it's, we still have high hopes. We're still optimistic um, mm-hmm. because we know students still want to be advocates, but the priorities right now have switched. Um, during the pandemic, there was a time period where Everyone wanted to focus on themselves Mm -hmm. um, rather than serve their campus and their community here at UNLV. Um, And we get it. And now we're back in a rebound stage uh, to where we're starting to see a lot of the positive effects and the impacts um, of just people becoming more motivated to do things. So now we, again, notice students are wanting to focus on their career and professional development. And if CSUN doesn't provide that for you, Um, We applaud you for, you know, even um, looking into CSUN if you did look into CSUN. But this is why Diana mentioned um, the incoming freshman class. Uh, The freshman students, whenever we would go to a student orientation, literally the one word that I would just attribute to even tabling at those events is just wow because we would have a lot of so
1: many freshmen eager students
0: come to us and they're like, how do we get involved?
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: we'd have to explain to them that the way that our constitution is set up that there's certain qualifications that they wouldn't meet um, mm-hmm. if they wanted to run as a senator. And I mean, the minimum GPA is a two point five. Um, But you would still need a UNLV GPA in order to become a senator. So the issue was if freshmen wanted to run for an open seat, um, run an election, or even uh, be appointed into a position, they couldn't because they don't have a UNLV GPA. Yeah, unless
1: they took the summer summer class. Like I know there's some freshmen that took or just transfer students that have taken um, summer classes at UNLV. So they technically do have a UNLV GPA and Mm -hmm. can run. Um, but it's not until you take your, like your very first class min- you like you would just need the minimum of like one credit at UNLV mm-hmm. in order to have a UNLV GPA. Um, but that's, that ends up being the real issue is that, um, I feel like, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was that a lot of people have been focusing on themselves and, you know, at the end of the day, like a lot of the the senators that aren't re-running we have a couple that are going, you know, they're like us. They're in their senior year and yeah. they're focusing on getting these because I will say being a senator is a lot of work. Well, did I say is it fulfilling? Yeah. I mean, look at, um, you know, Senator Billet. He uh, well, chair Billet. He just passed, um, who was, I think you'll probably know this better. Yeah. You signed so, bill. Yeah,
0: so he passed a resolution to urge the university to create a climate action plan and to also be um, included in the STARS program, which would also mm-hmm. uh, give UNLV the rank in terms of how they are um, following some of their overall goals yeah. to be carbon neutral, um, but it's, it's a wide variety of things that Chair Billet wanted to really solve the issue that we we see with the climate action plan that we hope to see be brought back to life. We haven't had one since 2018. Um, we're now in 2022, so it wasn't necessarily a priority for the university. And when President Whitfield came in in 2020, it wasn't something that CSUN brought up. But I will tell you, when I went out to invite President Whitfield to come to the Senate meeting, um, he was super, super interested in just seeing what's going on within mm-hmm. CSUN. So Diana, even touching base on uh, President Whitfield, uh, giving us the words of encouragement in terms of CSUN and whatever we set our minds to, we can achieve. Um, it's it's true. Every single time there's a student that asks me, why should I get involved? I always like to tell them, well, do you want to make change? Yeah. Um, I'll always ask them what kind of career field they want to go into. And then when they kind of describe what they want to essentially do, I'll respond back and say, oh, so you want to help people. Mm -hmm. And it's basically what CSUN does. We're advocates for students. We don't always have to work on large projects. It can always be smaller and you can work more individually based, but you're still face to face in terms of the way you interact and do outreach with your constituents. Um, Again, with me and Diana, we have open door policies. We're not always in the office because, again, we like to show face to the constituents and just students in Mm -hmm. general, friends, peer uh, peers, and staff, because, um, I mean, they deserve all the recognition as possible. We are not ones to, you know, close the door and we never see the light of day. We want to be out. We want to see what the campus community is doing. And that's the beauty of it. When you join CSUN, you look at your campus a lot differently. I think you cherish it, um, and you always look for new ways to improve it. But, you know, there's a there's a lot of things that get brought to uh, the table um, in CSUN, And yes, it may be a little bit time-consuming, but the one thing I will always mention is that there's a legacy to be made within CSUN, but there's Mm -hmm. also a legacy to be made here on campus. Um, One of the really big things that we're going to be working on in our time, we're really going to be focusing on giving alumni the recognition that they need, alumni and you know, a lot of the faculty and staff here, I think we've seen during the pandemic, you've seen a lot of people resigning or just switching over to a different career field. We have to pay attention to every single person on this campus. They mm-hmm. all provide something to us. Um, and it's just the recognition and the awareness of what they do. If we do, if we lose that appreciation of the simple and the minor jobs that you probably would never want to take, um, that becomes an issue. So we really have to pay attention to that stuff. And we're just looking to really promote activity that's already going on on campus
1: yeah 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 i mean i don't know i just i think about the filing and i just think about how how much uh it's more work it's going to be and at the same time you know thinking about all the students like you know especially engineering oh my gosh last week we had baja racing in here for crying out loud yeah uh you know baja racing with a College of Engineering, you know, full of a, it's a club full of engineers and, you know, it's a couple of business people, but um, they're doing great things that is putting UNLV on the map. And yeah. it's important to, for engineer, like, you know, College of Engineering to have their voice also uh be present within the Senate when it comes to funding, projects, sponsorships, you know, and also keeping CSUN accountable, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I get that engineers are out and doing their own big things, their own big projects. You know, they're out here building satellites, building race cars, building. Um,
0: Basically I mean, building anything. Yeah, but. I think <laughs>
1: AA is building a plane right now. I yeah. don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, it's, it's just fascinating because I think everyone has their own expertise. And the second that you kind of look at, at, a, like at a group in general and you kind of think to yourself, like, I'm not good at that. So I'm not going to really pay attention to what they're doing. That is the issue. Pay attention to every single thing that you can possibly, you know, have the capability of focusing on just because again, there's an appreciation that's lacking. Mm -hmm. And the more appreciation we have for people, the more open we'll become, the more kindness we'll see on campus. But the larger goal is to really bring more community in general. And I think that just it starts with the appreciation aspect of it. A lot of the times Um, when me and Diana encounter leaders from RSOs, um, they really just talk to us in terms of, oh, we're having this event, we're doing this. Can you help promote this for us? Or, um, we just wanted to know, or we wanted to tell you that we exist. Mm -hmm. And that's a really big thing that we've been trying to focus on and just recognizing them and paying attention to the work that they're doing. Because if you're a leader in a new RSO, um, it's it's a difficult process and sometimes we'll even walk them through it and how you manage it or we'll connect them to the right people for it. Yeah. But just in general, it's 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 tough. Leadership positions are tough, but we're here to support you. Um and we're just here to, you know, really embrace what being a rebel means and just trying to help you become as successful as can be.
1: Yep. You know, just before we before we kind of end it for today, um, I will say that Um, just remember about the events coming up next week. Like I said, uh, on Wednesday, we will be having the lunch and learn with, um, different students who are involved in, uh, like political organizations, um, So like either the parties or like actual orgs to talk about ways to get involved with political campaigns. Um, So whether it be volunteering, you know, or whatever, whatever that looks like for you, whatever your skill set, because I will say political campaigns do require a lot of different skill sets. So You know, if you're interested in this or if you're interested in any other events, we did post the full week's schedule for Lunch and Learn um, because there are going to be various departments that are going to be involved in this week-long voter education process. Um, Take a look at our Instagram at at UNLVCSUN, that's U-N-L-V-C-S-U-N, and get to to know all those events. And then we also, just as a reminder, we have the Low-Key Art Therapy event going on next week. Thursday at 2.30, 2.30 to 4.30 um, and go ahead and make some sign with us. But until then, we'll see y'all next week.
0: Thank you all for listening. To find more details, do visit www.unlv.edu CSUN.
1: And if you guys want to stay up to date with more events, go ahead and follow us at at UNLV CSUN.